the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. Today we hear in the Holy Gospel um, an attempt to find joy and peace in this life by building up our, our, uh, our resume, building up our portfolio. I have a great portfolio I can rest now. We try to find peace in things. But today we also celebrate this very kind of subtle celebration of the presentation of the Mother of God in the temple. A beautiful moment of a three-year-old girl being brought into the temple to be dedicated to God. She will bear the Son of God, and that will be the salvation of our souls. So today, with the church, we say rejoice and be glad. Lift your hearts Lift them high, for we see our salvation. We see how God is working in this creation, not in building, uh, encouraging us to build barns and filling those barns up, but more to build this kind of relationship we have with him subtly, a subtle thing. The epistle today there was a word that jumped out at me because it was said four times in the epistle and it's said all the time in the liturgy. We read it all throughout the scriptures. Brethren, Christ is our peace. And again, so making peace, we might reconcile us both to God in one body through the cross. And again, he preached peace to you. And again, peace to those who are near and peace to those who are far off. Peace. Peace to you. This is our op option to live this life. Peace. peace. It, in a sense, is our obligation because God came to be peace. You know, we're about to celebrate Great and Holy Christmas, the Nativity of our Lord. Peace on earth, goodwill toward men. Peace on earth. The announcement of the angels to creation. Peace on earth. There hasn't been peace. Now peace is here because Christ has come. Peace on earth. It's our opportunity, beloved, to live this life of peace. So let me tell you my story about this. <laughs> it's kind of funny, actually. I was reading, very diligently, the Philokalia the book of wisdom, the wisdom from the great saints of the church. And I was reading very carefully, and I came to this part in the, in the, uh, in the Philokalia. I can't remember what saint was talking about, but it was about stillness, about being still and being in Christ. Nothing bothering you. And I said, what, this sounds so awesome. I want to pursue stillness. I want that so bad. So I went to Mother Victoria, and I said, Mother, I read this, I want to be still. And I had my hand out on the table and she went, Father, you can't be still. You're a priest, you're a husband, you're a father. You can find peace though. But stillness is for those that dedicate themselves only to prayer. And nothing bothers them, nothing else bothers them. But you can find peace. So every time I think of peace, I feel that little slap on the hand. 
Not stillness, Father. That's a great lesson for all of us, never to read these heavy spiritual books without spiritual guidance. It, that would have destroyed me, trying to be still. Can you imagine trying to just be in that office and be still? Imagine being in my house and be still? No, impossible. But peace, yes. So with her great wisdom, she gave me some readings, and I was able to parse out from those readings some different goals for me to set so I could find peace, not just go be peaceful. You know, that kind of ends up in a dead end. You need targets, specific targets. So, reading through this, enlighten my spirit so as to direct my body and my soul. To explore God's law day and night, practice bodily discipline, seek peace and pursue it. Renounce my own will before God and others. That's a very hard one to do, by the way. Bear all trials as for my good. To see all pleasantness is undeserved divine blessings. To flee all sin, especially pride, judgment, harsh words, gluttony, sloth, and petty and evil thoughts. These all war against peace. Love and pray for all people. Bring peace to others. So that's my, I, that's my target. And ever since she gave me that goal, I seek peace and pursue it. And if I get it, I try to keep it. Everything I think, do, and say must maintain the peace. If I lose it, I've got to go find it again. Then I must begin to look again. Am I thinking, doing, or saying, saying, saying breaking, breaking, breaking up the peace? That is the goal. Why peace? Because Christ is that peace. Brethren, says St. Paul to the Ephesians, Christ is our peace. When you have it, you have him. When you have peace, you have Christ. Christ is our peace. Fight for it, beloved. It should be everybody's goal. So let me just go through a few of these uh, because I have failed miserably at all of them, so I can tell you many ways to approach this. <laughs> Enlighten this, my spirit so as to direct my body and soul. Help me explore God's law day and night. Practice bodily discipline, seek peace, and pursue it. One of the goals we have as Christian people is the body and the soul need to be directed by the spirit. In other words, bless the Lord, Lord, Lord my oh my soul. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. You tell your body yes to this and no to that. Right? You direct your body and you direct your soul. When you're at peace in Christ, you can do that. So, what's the goal there for me? The goal is to make my yes, yes, and my no, no, as the Lord tells us. 
So I have yeses. I have predetermined yeses. The things that are good to do, the things that are important and good to think, say, and do, those are my yeses, right? And I have them, and they're very determined. And I have my predetermined noes. The things I think, do, and say that take the peace away, those are noes. And I use that as my direction. And so I have predetermined yeses in my day and predetermined noes in my day. The things I'm going to do, things I'm not going to do. Things I'm going to think and the things I'm not going to think. And if I'm thinking those things I shouldn't be thinking, I repent and I jump to another thought. But that's predetermined. That's, that's I work. Because I don't want to lose my peace. I don't want to lose Christ. And those things that I say yes to that I should be saying no to, I lose Christ. Those things when I, say, when I should be saying no and I'm saying yes, I lose Christ. It sounds pretty selfish, doesn't it? It is. <laughs> I don't want to lose him. I don't want to lose that peace. So you have to understand, make your yes, yes, and your no, no. Be firm with these things. You know the things you should do, say, and think. Right? These are no secrets. And you know the things you should not be saying, doing, and thinking. No secrets. Just make an effort. Make a firm yes and a firm no to that. Bear all trials as for your good. You know, God gives us stuff, and we don't know sometimes why. I'll tell you a story one time. I remember my senior year in high school football. We had a really good football team. And, uh, but, and the coach decided that, that uh, summer, to, the two days we had, to run us into the ground. I mean, I never, I would never was so tired in, for two weeks in my life. We ran like forever. And I kept going, what is he doing? This is crazy. This guy is crazy. Well, he really was crazy. But <laughs> he was crazy. And I just couldn't understand it. The first game we played, he knew this was going to happen. It was in a really, really good defensive team. We were down, down six, to, six nothing. to nothing. We had the ball on our 10-yard line, 90 yards to go. And they were huffing and puffing. And I said, oh, this is why we were running. We drove the ball all the way down the field, scored the touchdown, kicked their point, won seven to six. Time goes off the clock. Why do, why do we get stuff? Because we are being prepared for other things sometimes, beloved. It's not necessarily the stuff that is right in front of us. It's the stuff that may be out in front of us. God works things in our lives because there's other things coming. There's other stuff coming, and he needs to get us ready for these things. So we bear all trials for our good. We understand God is good. He loves us. He wants to save us. He's bringing us to himself. He wants to give us peace, live in that peace. So when we bear all trials for our good, we are bearing them because God loves us. He desires to save us. And he's preparing us. We're doing spiritual exercise. That helps maintain peace. If I am wanking, 
and upset at all my circumstances, you lose your peace, right? Tell me about it. You know, you know when you are upset at your circumstances, your peace goes away. So bear them as for your good, and the peace will stay. And then flee these sins, pride, judgment, harsh words, gluttony, sloth, pet and evil thoughts at war against you. The great maintainer of peace is humility. Pride is the great enemy of peace. It's all about me. It's all about my way. It's all about the things I think and want. No, that will ruin your peace because, you know, life doesn't work that way. Raise your hand if everything has worked out the way you've wanted to. Oh, Matteo, yeah. I should have gotten it. That's probably true, Matteo. <laughs> There's only, There's only one, one person here that's wise work as Matteo. I love it. It doesn't work that way, and if that's our goal, we lose our peace. We lose it. Humility. Humble yourselves. Not to judge others, not to judge circumstances, but to pray for people. You know, we are given opportunities to see problems in other people, right? Everybody sees problems in others. And we have an option there. The option is to judge them or to pray for them. That has been given to us many times. Those things have been given to us, so we will pray for those people. Not that we would judge them. The Lord even says, I desire mercy, not Peace will come to you when judgment leaves you. When you're judging this and that, this person, that person, peace just disappears. No judgment, mercy, prayer. Harsh words. How many times have you lost your peace because you said something you shouldn't have said? You even, as it was coming out of your mouth, you knew that was happening. Oh, oh come back, please. No, there it goes. There goes the peace. Pray nobody else heard it, because then i got to clean that mess up too. Pray it wasn't in an email, so I'm cleaning up a thousand messes. I did, did I really press reply to all? Ah! I don't think I should have done that. Okay. Think about this. Should I say it? How should I say it? When should I say it? Should I say it at all? Let those four things rest a little bit, what you say. What comes out doesn't need, doesn't need to go from here to here. It needs to go from here to here, to that peace, to that quietness. Then you say, if I say this, is, this, is the peace going to go away when I say this? If it does, you need to be very careful about what comes out, when it comes out, how it comes out, if it comes out at all. So, let's stay at war there. Um, love and pray for all people. My great memory of that uh, and a great encouragement was Bishop Basil Essie one time came and I told him, I said, Sadna, your grace, 
I've got a situation with piracy, and you need to take care of it. This is your problem. You need to take care of it. <laughs> he says, no, Father. The problem is you need to love the person. I said, but I do love him. And he says, love him more. Love him more. You know, we get to places where we don't think we can love. Where we think we're done. That's not Christ, because Christ loves that person. When we can get to a place where we can love and pray for all people, we will have the peace of Christ. To not just pray for them, but to love them. So my encouragement to you is if there is anyone in your life that you're struggling with, love them more. Don't ever give up on love because love brings peace. Peace, peace brings Christ. So these things, beloved, make peace your goal. Make it, it, it is where Christ is in us. Christ is our peace, says St. Paul. So let us pursue that. Make that our aim. Everything we do, say, and think, let it bring peace. And those things that take the peace away that we do, say, or think, let's get rid of those things. Modify them. Deal with them. But this is our great opportunity as Christian people to live a life of peace. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen.